Are you ready to become toxic person proof? Hey guys, Sarah K. Ramsey here to help you find love and success after a toxic relationship so you can design a life you're actually excited about living. Hello, wonderful. This is Sarah, and I wanted to give you a sneak peek. This podcast will be a little bit different because it's actually something I recorded for a different podcast, a a business podcast. But if you've followed me for any amount of time, one of the things that you know is really different about the work I do in the Wondrous Woman program is helping you create success for yourself. A successful inner world and a successful outer world, a successful relationship with you, a successful relationship with your kids, and a successful relationship with your business and bank account. I want you to feel successful Um, and I want you to be successful. I want you to get a promotion, go after the new job, make more money, um, grab life by the horns. And the Sounds like I'm from Texas, doesn't it? Uh, I've never even seen a cow with horns. But anyway, so I wanted to, this was originally recorded for the Toxic Person Proof podcast, but it talks about the secrets of why people call me the success fairy, about how they are getting promotions, better jobs, bigger bank accounts, going after their dreams, going after who they who they want to be. And so uh, I wanted to give you a sneak peek into that recording that will be released later and let you know the secrets behind the success fairy. Enjoy. Okay, so unfortunately, we've all been there. We get into a fight with our mother, our brother, or our best friend, and we stop operating at our highest level for a few days. We miss a sale here, blow a pitch there, have less patience with that employee that usually gets on our nerves anyway, or maybe we get into a negotiation because we just don't have the energy for the fight. Hey guys, I'm Sarah K. Ramsey, author of the book Toxic Person Proof, and they call me the success fairy because I help people get back into the business of their lives and making money after a toxic person encounter. As much as we want to separate our personal and professional selves, sometimes our minds and bodies do not cooperate. This is especially difficult after a breakup or divorce. You have to move into a new house, new apartment. You have to get used to sleeping alone. You end up drinking so you can just stop thinking. And maybe your social circles change. Maybe you see your kids less or see your kids more. Maybe your dog used to greet you at the end of a hard day, and now you're walking into an empty house. This affects your business and your ability to show up for your business. When I get on the phone with sales reps, executives, business owners, I ask them, so how much is this breakup costing you? Typically, when we think about splitting up, it's like dividing assets, paying child support. However, few of us take into account the financial cost of our broken heart. But when we're stuck in grieving, it's going to suck at our bottom line. Stress and worry affect our ability to perform at the highest level. Not being able to perform at your highest level is bad for your business and bad for your future. Have you ever found yourself wrestling with these types of questions after a split? Ah, why did they say that? Why did they do that? Why do I still miss them when they cheated on me or treated me badly? Why couldn't they change? Why wasn't I enough? This is processing. And processing is important 
But if you process for too long, you can get stuck. We need to reflect on our past, obviously. But the point of reflection is to help you avoid making the same mistakes. But here's a fair warning, guys. Too much reflection is actually just worry. You're just telling yourself you're problem solving, but really you're just regurgitating worry. It's nice to tell ourselves we're solving a problem, right? But then we get trapped in circular thinking and we can't solve the problem of the past. We can learn better for our future, but we just worrying about things and going round and round and round about them isn't helpful. We want to find areas of our life that we can control and move forward. I've heard Omar talk about us being in the problem-solving business. So after a breakup, I teach my clients to find a better problem to solve. Ruminating about things you can't change? Terrible problem to solve. Hoping to change another person? Also a terrible problem to solve. Have you ever heard that old Cher song? If I could turn back time, right? And while the song may be great, Spending your mental energy wishing you could turn back time? Yeah, no good. Find a better problem to solve. There are problems we can control, problems we can't control. Stop spending your mental energy on problems that don't have solutions, like whatever happened in their childhood to make them this way, okay? Wanting them to be different. Going back and like you're Mine is a movie theater and pretending you made different choices and seeing what that would change. Okay. Terrible problems to solve because they don't have solutions. You can't control them. It's important to process through the pain, but don't just worry about the pain or sit in the pain. And don't tell yourself you're solving problems when in reality, you're just ruminating. Of course, we need to feel our feelings, but specialists are now saying that we can become addicted to difficult emotions and negative thoughts. Our bodies have a different chemical component for feeling lonely versus feeling connected. We have a different chemical compound when we feel joy versus anger. So it's important to feel our emotions and not just stuff them down. But we don't want to keep practicing difficult emotions because if so, We're teaching our body that sadness is normal, worry is normal, anger is normal, despair is normal, depression is normal. We want to figure out how to practice better emotions, sense of power, a sense of purpose, a sense of connection. My entire life, I've been a musician, but if we were somewhere and I picked up a cello, uh, you would think I was terrible because I don't play the cello. I've never practiced it, but if we walked by a piano, you'd think I was pretty darn good because let's face it, I am pretty darn good. I've spent hours upon hours practicing the piano. My fingers automatically know where to go. It's important for you to break the habit of worry because the more you practice the habit of worry, it's just like my fingers knowing where to go on the piano. Your brain is going to continue to worry, continue to ruminate, continue to focus on problems that don't have solutions. Turn your attention and energy to solving a problem that has a solution. That's why it's this is such a great way and time to grow your business, to change your marketing plan, to come up with a new, big, hairy, scary goal to focus your attention on. You may need to give yourself some time for sadness. 
set a timer, give yourself a night, give yourself an hour, feel all those dang yucky feelings, but try not to get stuck in the worry of the whys. Try not to practice so much sadness. This is a great time to move on to the hows. How will I use my new time to maximize my goals? How will I tap into my strengths again so I feel like I've taken back my power? How can I set up a new schedule in my life to get back in confidence and flow? Okay. We obviously feel pretty powerless after a breakup. So it's important to take back your power in a healthy way by focusing on a goal where you have more control of the outcome. Now, worry is um, easy to fall into. And if you've been in the practice of rumination or whatnot, you need to find a sticky problem to solve. Something that your brain will like kind of like Velcro, like it's just like, okay, oh, it's sticky. I, I can attach to it. We want it to make it, it as easy as possible for your brain to get there. That's why a new business goal is such a perfect solution. A new business venture or dream takes a lot of mental power. And so having something that creates a lot of mental energy and creative thinking means it's going to be easier to stick in your mind and you'll start to find yourself thinking about going forward rather than practicing going backward into the past. Maybe you can't change your ex but you can sure change your marketing campaign. Focusing on real life outcomes that are within your control will help you get back to that sense of power and purpose. It's also going to give you a chance to practice the feeling of empowerment rather than getting stuck practicing sadness. Tackle a new project. Take on a client that feels a little scary. Start your book. Set a crazy financial goal. Use your problem-solving skills to solve a problem that has a solution, not to ruminate about things you can't change. It sounds simple, doesn't it? And it really is. Just find a better problem to solve, an empowering problem to solve. Hoping someone will change or figuring out ways you can get them to change is a terrible problem to solve. Replaying the past is a terrible problem to solve and just keeps you stuck in worry loops, which steals your energy for moving forward and will cost you money. You can solve the problems of your future, but you cannot solve the problems of your past. So get honest. Does the problem I'm worrying about actually have a solution? Is the problem I'm worrying about my problem to solve or someone else's? problem to solve. Is this really a good use of my time and energy or can I find a better problem to solve? When you use your energy to solve problems that have solution, especially fun, sticky, brainstormy business problems, you're going to get ahead in life. You're going to have more energy. You're going to feel better more quickly. This concept is pretty darn simple, yet so few people do it. Find a way to enhance your business. Find a problem to solve that's going to take hold of your mind in a sticky and powerful way. Practice better feelings and emotions. Get into the habit of thinking more about your future and less about the past. Stop ruminating. This can be a great opportunity to level up your business and take back your thinking. The best healing strategy after a breakup or divorce, especially a toxic breakup or divorce, is to design a life you are excited about living and use that momentum to build your confidence and your bank account. The best version of you is going to feel more secure and powerful as you go back into dating. 
a more confident version of you is going to feel better if you raise kids or navigate new friendships. Let's face it, people. Confidence is sexy. Ruminating, worrying, stressing about your business because you're stressing about your past relationships is not sexy. Too much processing without any progressing is not sexy. Worrying isn't sexy. Ruminating about things you can't change, not sexy. Keep it sexy, people. And while you're at it, let's make bank. Because the best version of you and your business is the best way for your ex to regret the breakup and the best way for you to find the right person to build a future with. This was Sarah K. Ramsey. If you want to continue learning about my work as the success fairy and how to become toxic person proof, you can visit Sarah with an H, S-A-R-A-H, kramsey.com. Thanks for joining me. Hello, wonderful. This is Sarah, and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I know that there was something that you can take away to help you get past the past, get real about the present, or get serious about your future. And if I did my job, then hopefully it will help you with all three. If you are not in my Facebook group, Finding Love and Success After a Toxic Relationship, then consider this your personal invitation from me. I'm there live, there's tons of support, and most importantly, tons more information to help you on your journey to become toxic person proof.